God's word is his weapon for revival and transformation of lives for his glory. Prepare your heart as you receive the word of God coming to you from Calvary Way Revival Labors. For inquiries and counsel, you can send an email to calvaryrevivallabors at gmail.com or call 08065607999. God bless you as you listen and obey. Thank you for all the discipleship families that are joining us nationwide. Thank you for those that are connected to us right now online following. Thank you for every one of us. May your name be glorified and be blessed forever. Today is a special day. It is not just a name. It is a reality that we will have a special encounter with you and you will encounter us in a special way. And so we believe and we receive it in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, once again, we welcome your fullness. Have your way. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Be seated. Hallelujah. I believe that we are ready for a special encounter that God has planned for us today. Turn your Bibles right away. To the book of Genesis chapter 26. Genesis chapter 26. And there was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerah. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee and will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven. And we give unto thy seed all these countries and in, their, in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my status, and my laws. Verse 6. And Isaac dwelt in Gerah. Verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land. And received in the same year of famine. How many fold? Hundred fold. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Verse. And the Lord blessed him. Verse 13. And the man works great. You are going to work great. And went forward. You are going to go forward. And grew. You are going to grow. Until he become very great. You will move from great to very great. For he had possessions of flocks. And possessions of herds. And great store of servants. And the Philistines envied him. You shall be the envy of the Philistines. 
You know, when we say this thing, some of you are just looking at me. This is how people are blessed. I'm not just talking. I'm speaking under the unction of the Holy Ghost. So when the declaration goes out, if you believe it and say amen to it, it becomes yours. Please learn this from today. Learn this from today. Anytime the man of God, you know, I was sharing with some people, I said I was watching an online video, and a man of God was, you know, this, uh, sharing something, and after the end of the sharing, he, he began to pray for people. I opened my heart, and the truth is that the prayer point he prayed, God answered it, I received that which he prayed about. So, if we are, the, the word of prophecy is coming and you are just looking and you are, no. So, learn that. Now, look at the next uh, place we are reading, verse 26. Turn to 26. Then Abimelech went to him from Gera. And Ahuzat, one of his friends, and Fikor, the chief captain of his army. And Isaac said unto them, Wherefore come ye to me, seeing you hated me, and have sent me away from you? And they said, We saw certainly that the Lord was with you. The presence of God will be with you in so much that people will confess it. People will say, we are not in doubt. It's so clear. See, there's a way somebody will say, the Lord is with me, and it's only you that knows it. But there's a way everyone around you will know that the Lord is with you. This is the king of Lystian coming to Isaac after he has chased him away. He said, go, you are more than us. You are one man, you have become greater than a nation in a year of famine. And then, they came back and said, we have seen certainly that the Lord is with you. So shall it be unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. And then he said, we saw certainly that the Lord was with thee, and we said, let there be now an oath between us, even between us and thee, and let us make a covenant with thee. People will start looking for your Friendship. Looking for, for your covenant. Because of what God will be doing around your life in this season. He said, verse 29, that thou will not do us, thou will do us no hurt, as we have not touched thee. And as we have done unto thee nothing but good, and have sent thee away in peace, thou art now the blessed of the Lord. Thou art now the what? It shall be so unto you. Men will look at you and say, this one is the blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah. What's our theme for this special moment of encounter? Blessed by his presence. Blessed by his presence. The Bible says, and there was a famine in the land. Which land? This is the land of promise. This is the land which God has told Abraham, leave your father's house, leave everything, go to the land I will show you. 
And the next report is that this is not the first time. That even in the days of Abraham, there was a, a famine too in the same land. What is the lesson there? What is the lesson there? When there is a negative thing happening around you, around you or around you, your life, that does not mean that you are not at the center of the will of God. When they say will of God, will of God, it does not mean that it comes without any challenge. Isaac, even Abraham, they were at the very place God called them to be. And yet, there were famine. And you know, if you go or if you have read the famine of Abraham's time, the Bible said the moment there was a famine, he went down to Egypt. He went down to Egypt. He forsook the land that God asked him to come and stay. He left his father's house, left everything to that land. But challenges now made him to depart from that land. Back to Egypt. Challenge will not move you out of the faith. You shall be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in the vein. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. And so, God began to speak to Isaac. Don't go down to Egypt. Remain in this land. Sojourn in this land. When Abraham, Abraham moved to Egypt, you know what he did? When the, the Bible said, if you read it in Genesis chapter you know, 12, that when they were about to enter Egypt, he called his wife, Sarah, and said, you, are, you know you are a beautiful woman. And when we get to Egypt now, they don't have the fear of God. They will kill me because of you. So you have to tell a lie. He's about to enter Egypt, and he's already compromising his faith. Why is he going to Egypt? He's going to Egypt because of famine. He's shifting away from the will of God, from the, the, the land where God has asked him to stay, from the very presence of God because of challenges. You will not shift. Challenges will not move you around. The price of things rising in our time will not shake your faith. I speak to you by the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord will establish you. As he was moving, he compromised, he lied, and was living in lie for days. If not for the mercy of God, it's just the mercy of God that finally brought him out. But while he was coming out, he came out with Haggai. You know what Haggai letter did in the life of Abraham? Do you remember the story? It was from that going down to Egypt that Haggai followed him. She was one of the slaves that they collected from Egypt. And that became a very serious problem. I think the world is still suffering that mistake today. 
may you not make mistake that will cause generational troubles. Just a little backsliding brought trouble. Not just in his generation, but generations after. And God began to warn Isaac, don't make the same mistake of your father. Remain in this land. I am aware. I am the Lord God. I know about the famine. I allowed it. Maybe for a purpose. Maybe for a purpose. And then he said to him, Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you, and I will bless you. Anywhere you see the presence of God, you see the blessings of God. I will be with you, and I will do what? And I will bless you. When he is absent, you will not see his blessing. Please listen carefully. You know, there are some mistakes that some people used to make. When you see somebody that has cars, has houses, has this and that, you say, this person is blessed. No, that's not how to know who is blessed. Somebody can have all of those things, but he doesn't have peace. After about 70, 80, 100 years higher, so thereabouts, he will end up in eternal fire. Forever and ever, suffering. Is that a blessed man? No. That is, that's not blessing. That's, that's, that's even a cost. Any blessing that doesn't start from blessing your, your inner man, your spirit man, first of all, is not from God. Any blessing that doesn't come from the presence of God with a man, no. It will not really bless you. In Exodus chapter 32 verse 34. 32, 34. God was so angry with the children of Israel. Because of the golden calf they worshipped when Aaron was in charge for the 40 days. And God said to Moses, go down and lead the people that you brought from Egypt. I will send an angel to be with you as you are going. Eh? Me, I will be visiting. Can somebody read that verse? Who is there? 32, 34. I will be visiting and even the day I will visit, I will visit with Cain. Yes, who is reading? With a loud voice, please. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I will no longer go before you. Uh -huh. Thank you. King James said, in the day I will visit. So, God said, I will now be what? Do you understand that? I will now be visiting. And the day I will visit is the day of punishment. I will send an angel. You know, when they left Egypt, if you read Exodus 13 carefully, you will notice that when they left Egypt, the Bible says that God was going before them with a pillar of cloud by the day and a pillar of fire by the night to lead them in the way to the promised land. God himself left his throne in heaven, came down on the earth, and was 
you know, he, he clouded himself with a pillar. I mean, he left his throne just for the purpose of leading them to the promised land. While they were in the Red Sea, the Bible said that he was in their front as they were entering. Then when the armies of Pharaoh entered the Red Sea, he shifted from the front to the back and became a refuge and became a shield such that the armies of Pharaoh, they were racing after the, but there was a cloud that separated the two group of people inside the Red Sea. And then by 3 a.m., the Bible says he just looked on the chariots of Pharaoh. And the moment he looked, the tires, the wheels went off. And they began to drive heavily. And they started crying, their God is against us. Oh! That was how they perished. The armies of Pharaoh perished in the water. Tell your neighbor that is God. When they came out of the Red Sea, he continued leading them until a day came when he told Moses, I want to give you people laws and commandments. Come up and be with me. And Aaron and, you know, they couldn't wait for Moses to come down and they made that idol and watch. God became so angry. He said, I will no longer go before you people. I will go out. In fact, I'm back to my throne. I will send an angel. To begin to go before you. But I will be visiting from time to time. Now when you read the next chapter. You will see where Moses. Oh such a wise leader. The first thing he did. He didn't argue with him at that point. The first thing he did was to establish a tabernacle. Outside the camp. Because he saw he was very angry. Then he now began to worship him. You know in that tabernacle. He began to go there to pray from time to time. And one day God came. And began to talk with Moses face to face. The moment Moses noticed that God is now favorable before him. He said, you have found favor before my sight. He said, Lord, if I have found favor before your sight. Let your presence go with us. You have not told us who will go with us. How can we go with an angel? Please. He was begging. And God said, you have found favor before me. My presence shall go before you and you shall have rest. And Moses was now pleading more and more. Say, please, sir, establish this thing you have said. Because there is no way every other people will know that we belong to you if not your presence. If not your presence. You know, when the presence of God is with a man, in um, Isaiah chapter 43, he said that I will be with you when you pass through the waters. It will not swallow you. When you pass through the fires, it shall not hurt you. You remember that there were these three Hebrew children, Chedrach, Meshach, and uh, Abednego. They were inside where? Fiery furnace. Terrible fire. But 
Nebuchadnezzar himself, as he was looking at them, what did he say? Eh? He said, ah, I thought we, we threw three persons into the fire. How come I'm, I'm seeing four persons in, inside the fire? Eh? And the fourth one is like the son of... How did he know the, the way son of God used to be? <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, there was a glory, glorious being inside the fire with the three people. When you pass through the fire, I will be... See, when God is with a man, look at Joseph. You remember Joseph? In Egypt, when they sold him to Potiphar's house, the Bible says, and the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous... It was that presence of God that continued with Joseph that brought the blessing that catapulted Joseph from the prison to where? To the palace. Joseph spoke to his brothers and said, See, God sent me ahead of time because he knows that famine will be. He sent me to preserve a posterity for you people so that you will not die in hunger. He said, by the great deliverance. He said, now he has made me a father to Pharaoh. A lord to all his household. And then, he has made me a ruler over all the land of Egypt. Tell your neighbor, only God can do this. And the secret behind that which God did in the life of Joseph was that his presence was with Joseph. Even when he was cast into the prison, the Bible read that, and the Lord was with Joseph. And he made everything that he does to prosper. The presence of God. God said to Isaac, I will be with you if you remain in this land. If you remain a consistent Christian. If you remain a consistent disciple. Not allowing the challenges of this time. Do you know that our time has challenges? The challenges are obvious. When you talk about the economic situation of things around us, it's obvious. The price of things kept increasing every day. Those of us who are going to market, if you go and price something today, they will tell you 1,000. When you go tomorrow, they say it's 1,002. When you go next tomorrow, they say it's now 1,250. Have you heard that the thing now came down from 1,250 to 750? Eh? It is always upward movement. But the Lord promised that I will be with you. And I will bless you. In the year of famine. When people are saying there is casting down. I will so much bless you. That all you will be saying is that there is lifting up. You have to be steadfast with him. Because so many things will still happen. And so many things will still collapse. The trusted systems will still collapse. Only that which is of God will stand finally. Say, I will shake the heavens and I will shake the earth. 
The shakings has begun. That I swear to your father Abraham. Eh? I will make your seed to multiply like the stars of heaven. You shall be fruitful in this land. Listen carefully. Some people think that it is when you travel abroad. That's when you are going to uh, be blessed. No. Egypt, in that time, it seems as if every famine that comes around does not touch them. Because they are the world power of that age. The first famine did not touch them. That's why Abraham ran there. The second famine did not touch them. That's why God was warning Isaac. Because the next thing that was going on in the heart of Isaac is what? Egypt. Egypt. The devil is already suggesting Egypt. Why don't you compromise so that you get a job? Eh? Why don't you give bribe? Why don't you tell lie? Falsify your age? Compromise. You know, the devil, when he's tempting a man, is always telling you to compromise. He said to Jesus, I will give you all the kingdoms of this world and their glory. Just little bowing down. Little compromise. You will have it. A brother told us the story of how a relation has secured a job for him in total some years ago. He just graduated and he has every qualification. And that is 990,000 naira per month. They are paying then. Don't know how much they are paying now. <laughs> and he was qualified and just bring your paper. But his age was just one year above the age. I think the age was 25 years and it was 26 years. So when he told the person that, I said, what, what about it? What do you mean? Change the thing now. Go and have David. What are you waiting for? And he said, no. I am a disciple of Jesus. I am a Christian. I follow Christ. I don't tell lies. And when all the people that we are hearing it, when this person here comes and say, what, what is happening to you? This one, that one, that one. He was steadfast. A sister told us a story of how a man was harassing her for sexual immorality in the place of work. And he told her, told him, excuse me, I am a married man. The man said, and then what? What do you mean by that? Married man. Um, um, married woman. That you are married for what? What do you mean? Jesus called his own generation a sinful and adulterous generation. What will he call this one? This particular... Uh -oh. You don't need to go down. You don't need to compromise. You need to be steadfast. You need to establish your faith in the Lord. He said, therefore, my beloved brethren, be you steadfast. 1 Corinthians 15:58. Be ye unmovable. Don't allow anything, anybody to move you. Any situation to move you out of the faith. To make you to begin to go down on your convictions. What if you take the job of 990,000 and then after three years of working, you will have accident and die? You have not thought about that. How did you get into that? By a falsified way. You, may, you will never have peace. You know why? The Bible said, 
There is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. You will always be afraid. Your conscience will always be troubling you. And anytime they are talking about heaven and hell, that death, you are afraid because you don't know where you are going. In fact, you know where you are going, Steph. Isaac remained in the land, but I was happy with also what he did in verse 12. He said, then Isaac sowed in that land and received a hundredfold in the same year. Anytime you are seeing column, if you are reading King James Bible, old King James Bible, and you see column, pom pom, after a sentence, what that column means is, let me explain what I have just said. Let me throw more light. Isaac sowed in that land and harvested in the same year hundred times of everything he sowed. How did he come about? Because the Lord blessed him. Proverbs 10, 22. The blessing of the Lord it maketh rich and added no sorrow to it. Isaac sowed in the land. Isaac was not idle even though God has promised to bless him. God said, I will be with you, I will bless you. But he has to get his hand to work. That's one of the problems and one of the mistakes that Several believers are also making. God promised, I will bless you. But most times, God is waiting for the work of your hand to bless. He's waiting for the, 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 the part you are to play as a man. In any transaction that concerns man and God, there is always a part God plays and a part man plays. Isaac would have gotten nothing if he didn't go into sowing. He sowed in the land. And I want to classify sowing into three types. You know, last, I think last Sunday or last two Sundays, we started, we started talking about sowing, sowing to the Spirit. You remember that? Sowing to the Spirit. Sowing to the spirit. So he that soweth to the spirit will harvest eternal life. But he that sows to the flesh will harvest, you know, destruction and all of that. Sowing to the spirit has to do with investing your life, your time, your money, your materials into the kingdom advancement. Spiritual sowing has to do with, you know, the Bible talked about he that giveth seed to the sower and bread to the eater. I was talking to uh, someone, I said, every money that God gives you has the bread of it and the seed of it. The seed of it is what you are going to use to sow back. It's like a farmer harvesting his yam this year and he wants to harvest yam next year. What he's going to do is to separate the ones he's going to sow again. Am I correct? Will he finish all the yam? No. 
he will select the seed, and the seed is always very small. Am I correct? Uh-huh. Small, small ones. And then he began to eat the... If he makes mistake of not separating the seed, and he will eat the bread and eat the seed, when it is time to plant, he will have problem. When you have 1,000 naira, and you eat that 1,000 naira, you have eaten your seed. You have eaten the bread. Every money that enters your pocket. I'm not teaching on tithing today or giving today. But you must know, this, these are one of the reasons why believers suffer. Because God cannot change his law. If you read about tithes, it's so clear. It's so clear. He said, bring you all the tithes into my storehouse. Why? So that there will be food in my house. So that when the, my work needs to be done, I don't need to start going about begging anybody when I have children. And so you will get a spiritual blessing from the house of God. And when you are to make contribution by your seed, you will not bring it. You will be suffering in the year of famine if you don't sow. So giving, sowing, at that respect... Is one of the areas we must, you know, take serious. Because these are the days that if you have 5,000 naira, if you used to go to market as a woman with 5,000 naira and you buy everything, if you go with 10,000, you may not be able to buy what you want to buy. So the devil will be telling you, this one is not even enough. And they are saying you should bring out uh, tight or whatever. That is, you know, his plan, his way of trying to keep you down. Because he knows that if you will be consistent in sowing in farming year, you will escape. The, the, the hardest time to give is when you don't have enough. If you can conquer that situation and remain consistent, that's how you are going to escape that level of your life forever. But many people used to fail that test. Many people used to fall into that temptation. The moment you are looking at, say, ah, this one is not, let me use an example. You are riding Keke, for example, and it's higher purchase. And then, the money is not enough for you to even pay your, your the person that owes here for the week or for the month. And they are asking you to bring tight. <laughs> you know, something will tell you, this one is not even a, is a test. And I tell you, if you will learn to sow, sow spiritually, sow what God has given you so that it will multiply in the same year. That's an aspect. The second aspect is the aspect of sowing intellectually. What, what do I mean by that? Let me tell you this. Listen. Everything that you are doing as a man is limited by the way you are thinking. By the level of your thinking. If you will read books, some of you that are into business, for example, maybe you have a provision store. If you can go and read book on business, how to grow your business and have a knowledge, better knowledge about what you are doing, you will notice that the way you are thinking will change and you will do it better. Is somebody getting what I'm talking about? 
There are some, in fact, we are in the, in the days of knowledge. In that, anything you just need, how to, put it in Google. In fact, when you put, put how to in Google, it's already bringing options. Am I correct? So, you have to take time to develop your, the Bible says, listen, listen. Is is written clearly in the Bible, Romans chapter twelve verse two. He said, "Do not conform to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind." That is to say, a man is transformed, a business is transformed when the mindset of the business owner is renewed. There are some people that are doing business. They have one, one branch and they will die with one branch. But when you see a man that is doing business and he has several branches, go and study him. When other people are sleeping, he is watching, you know, not this nonsense. People are, uh, see, let me tell you, this phone, eh, you can maximize this phone and go far with God and in, in life. But the same phone can destroy you. Two of us. You will see them watching YouTube videos on how successful businessmen expanded their business. And they are trying to get into the secrets. They are sowing intellectually. You are trying to find out maybe you are a mechanic. You know, everything we are doing now has analog and digital. There is analog mechanic and there is digital mechanic. There are some cars that will come. Eh? They will bring it to you if you are a mechanic. When you finish shaking and looking, you say, please carry this one. I cannot, I don't even know where to start touching. Because you have, you have not developed yourself intellectually. You are not making progress. You are not training yourself. You are not sowing. Isaac sowed in the year of famine. There is always a better way of doing what you are doing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You say you are cooking food. Ask yourself, can, let me start with local government chairman of the local government. Can he come to this place and eat food? You are not getting what I'm saying. Is this place excellent enough to host? Amen. Amen. You know, human beings are psychological. I hope you know that. Psychological. That's why I said, don't ever stop where you are now. There is a better way. That thing you are doing, there's a better way to do it. You need to get the knowledge. The Bible says, Proverbs 24, it says, by knowledge a house is built. You need to take time to study about what you are doing. How can it be done better? How can I improve? That is making effort. And, you know, if you say you are a teller and you are sewing cloth, you are a teller, you are making cloth. Ask yourself, can the senator representing um, Enugu Central bring cloth to you? You need to develop 
your skills, yourself, to an extent that it's not just sewing cloth for, you know, the low-level people in the society. Because that's how God is going to... The Bible says in Proverbs 22, 20, 29, see it a man that is diligent in his business. He shall do what? He shall stand before kings. He will not stand before mere men. Listen, it is not a matter of whether you are selling pure water or not. It is a matter of whether you are diligent in selling pure water. My, my wife was telling me about a young man that has opened up an industry. Advertised for marketers. And one of our brothers went for the interview. He was telling me how they interviewed him to be a marketer. What the young man is doing is every morning, he will massive cooking of upper. And when he is finishing cooking, all the marketers are coming, you know, depending on the kind of, uh, you know, uh, no, the kind of um, position you want to take. If you want to carry and sell and return back the money and be paid at the end of the month, that's your own. If you want to collect and then maybe 10, they will give you one. After selling, you carry the profits. So, massive. Is that, we call it up by industry. Tell your neighbor, they're there now. When, and when you look at those people that are selling up, you will be looking at them. Let me tell you, those people are making a lot of money. Some people are just lazy. May God deliver them in the name of Jesus. One of the greatest deliverance is deliverance from laziness. Sowing intellectually. And then, I'm already talking about sowing physically. Physically. You ask, see, oh my God. You, you need to sow physically. These are the year of famine. And you see, if you are just, there are some people that are just looking for where they are just going to do sharp, sharp things for them. God is not a magic worker. He doesn't do magic. He does miracle, not magic. And if somebody is doing magic, he's telling you, uh, um, uh, bring this. You know, some of these means that people normally follow these days. Uh, MMM, uh, kyo, 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 and all of that. You say, when you get your money, after one month, they will double it, double it. Those things, people have regretted over that. Get to work. Paul said to the efficient elders, said, this hands of mine has provided this hands of mine. You know, anytime I read Acts 23, I get fresh challenge. Paul did not say God provided. He said, this hands of mine has provided what I am eating and what those that are with me are eating. Hands of mine. Ephesians 4.28 Let him that steal, steal no more. Let him walk with his, with his hand. What is good? So that he will have something not to eat, but to give to him that is in need. The reason why the thief to walk is not even to have what to eat. Because you have enough, but to have something to give. It's time to sow. If you keep shouting, maybe you are waiting for people to say, Hey, do you know what one cup of garlic is now in the market? You say, 120. Hey! Even the time you are using to say, Hey, you could have used it to do one useful work. And then you come up and say, I don't know what is happening in this nation. No. I don't know where we are going. You know. Oh God, go, go, now go help us. Listen, get to work. Get to sow. Maximize your time. Use it. Where? For meaningful work. 
If you are a civil servant, eh, there are a lot of times civil servants have in the office. They are doing nothing. When I was working for eight years in Federal Ministry of Science and Tech, eh, one of the parastatas, there's a department they call Uhumango Department. What is Uhumango Department? In that department, the chief, the, the head, head of department is the chief gossiper. All they are doing in that department is what? Different categories of gossip. These are time you can use to sow intellectually. You know what I was doing in, at those idle times? Most of the Bible study we are doing in Calvary Way today was prepared during those times. Because how can I waste a second? I used to tell believers, learn to live your life, not in hours, not in minutes, but in seconds. If you are living your life in seconds, you will be careful of every second that is passing. Every second that is passing will be touching you, that a second is passing. Bam, bam. But if you are living your life in hours, it is when you finish talking and joking and laughing and gossiping, you say, hey, casting before you were How will you know when you are not living your life in seconds? It is a time to sow. The blessing of the Lord came to Isaac because he was not idle in the land. Tell your neighbor, Isaac was not idle in the land. And so you will not be idle in this time. You must sow spiritually. You must sow physically. And you must sow intellectually. So that the Lord will bless you. He is waiting to release his blessing. But see, let's talk more sowing. Let's talk more sowing. There is something you are doing, you can do it better. You can do it in a more bigger way. You can have branches. You can develop your capacity. Intellectual capacity development is the greatest development. The moment, let me use as an, as an example. A pastor that is pastoring 50 member church can never pastor 1000 member church. God will not, it's not even about God or Satan. The truth is that by the time they are increasing to 100, 150, 200, that pastor is already having problem. And the people will start going away. So, it is time to develop yourself. You, you need to, see, you need to be focused. Yesterday was, yesterday was more than powerful. If there's any, any word to use to describe yesterday, that is more than powerful, that's the word should, that should be used. What God released for the single brothers, and I, I think that message is not only going to bless the single brothers. That message is for everybody too. Yes. Apart from the first section, the opening chart that talks about the, about the young men peculiarly. The second message, men on fire for God, and the third one, focus on fulfilling divine mandates. Everybody needs it. I think it was recorded. And God was talking about avoiding distraction. Let me tell you, the moment you want to sow, the moment you are about to start sowing, eh, you will see the best of the air. You will see the cloud. You will see, that's why the Bible says, he that looks at the cloud will not, eh. The devil knew that you are about to escape. He knew that you are about to succeed. He will try to make everything, you know, to become unfavorable. That's why you don't need to look at the atmosphere. 
The devil will try to bring confusion. But you need to be focused on sowing. Sometimes you may want to sow, you may want to read, it will bring sleep. Eh? You may want to develop yourself, you will bring a distraction. From one to the other. Isaac sowed in the land. So, you must be ready, get ready to sow. In this year, don't complain, don't murmur. You have to pray, you have to, you know, you know, fast if you can fast. I think you can fast. Yes, everybody can fast. Including those that have ulcer. Yes, you can fast. And your ulcer will go. In fact, God will hear your ulcer today. So that tomorrow you can fast. Amen. Take time to, to do what you're supposed to do spiritually. Invest your time in serving the Lord. Invest your money in serving the Lord. Invest your strength in serving the Lord. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your mind. Give God. That's sowing spiritually. Pay your tithes. Anywhere you are getting blessed spiritually and your money is not going there you know, regularly, you are not doing well. Is that challenging? Is that challenging? If it is physically, you know, you know what we do physically. Physically, before you can get any 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 knowledge or lesson, you will pay school fees through of us. But spiritually, God has made it that people should give willingly, so that the work of God will not be stored. Or you think that the work of God is not done with money? Eh? Or God will go to Egypt and collect their money to do his work? Never. The people of God are responsible for the work of God. Praise the Lord. And then so intellectually and so physically. And the Bible said, God blessed Isaac hundredfold in that year. I decree unto you with all my heart. In the name of the Lord, that as you sow spiritually, as you sow intellectually, and as you sow physically in these years of famine, you shall reap hundredfold, more than hundredfold in the name of Jesus. You will sow in faith. Every sower must have faith so that you can sow well. And as you sow, the Lord will prosper your seed in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, the Lord blessed him. The man began to be great. You shall begin to be great from this year. You will go forward from this year. You are not going backward. You will grow until you become very great. The Bible said, for he had possessions of flock, possessions of head, great store of servants, and the Philistines envied him. You shall be the envy of nations. Now let's begin to put it together so that we can pray. Number one, the presence of the Lord was with Isaac because he was in the land where God wanted to be. He was he, he listened to the word of God and obeyed and stayed. That was how the presence of God came and stayed with him. And that presence brought blessing as he began to sow in the year of famine. That's number two. Now, you see the result of that sowing. You see that God enlarged his course, blessed him, and he became a blessing. He became the envy of nations. To the extent that everybody around him began to say to him, 
the Philistines, the king, the nation, they came and said, we have seen certainly that the Lord is with you. We have seen, it's obvious to us by the things that are happening around your life, your finances, the Lord is with you. And that you are the blessed of the Lord. Now, one of the things that I want to say before we, I conclude and ask us to pray is the issue of ensuring that the presence of the Lord is maintained. Remember that the children of Israel, God was with them and before them, going and leading them in the way until they sinned against God. Do you remember? And God said, I will not be with you again. Please, can somebody read for us? Everybody open to it so that we can read it together. John chapter 8 verse 29. Maintaining the presence of God as you are sowing. You don't get so much distracted because you are sowing and that you are no longer, you know, carrying the presence of God. You will still not, it will still not add up. John chapter 8 verse 29. John chapter 8 verse 29. Who is there? Let's read together if you are there. Everybody want to go. He that sent me is with me. He has not left me alone. Why? I always do those things that are pleasing to him. That is the secret of maintaining the presence of God. Blessed by his presence. But the presence has to be there before the blessing. If the presence is gone, the blessing you will not see it. He that sent me is with me. He has not left me alone because I don't do what I think that is right. I don't do, you know, there are times, listen carefully. I want to give an illustration. Hey, brother, come, let me use you. I said to this brother, Oya, move to this side. Wait. Move to this side. Now, listen carefully. The first thing that will come to his heart is, but why? What is the reason? This place I'm standing is okay now. Now, listen, you know, many, many believers don't understand what Christianity is all about. You think that Christianity is when you wake up on Sunday, you look at yourself, you say, I think I'm tired, I don't need to do this or do that. No. No. Obedience to God and His Word is not about what you like. It's not about the way you're feeling. It's not about finding reason that will make you to do what God wants you to do or not. No. No. It is total yieldedness. Yielding to his will. He that sent me is with me. You are not just doing what you, you have reasoned. Oh, God is not limited by your reasoning. What you thought is right. No. Not what everybody is thinking that is right. No. Maybe on Sunday evening like this, when you are supposed to be in discipleship, something will just tell you, uh, why don't you rest today? Like somebody was asking him, why can't you come? Or why didn't you come? He said he just decided to rest today. He just decided to do what? Another brother said, when he was calling him, he said, forget about it. Today in a rest. The question is, is it God that asks you to do that? Or you just want to? 
are you getting what I'm saying? In the in the, in army, not just Nigerian army, in the military, when they say shoot, and the the first the first thing you need to do, look at is who is asking me to. That's the only thing you need. Is he a junior officer or a senior officer? Once you look, you notice that he's a senior officer. That's all. Whether the person before you is your mother or not, if because if you don't shoot, you yourself will receive the shooting. That's how they obey men. But we, when we come to obeying God, we are using our what? Our reasoning. When God said, do not forsake the assembly of one another, you will forsake and forsake and forsake and you have your reasons. These are the ways we lose the presence of God. Eh? Jesus, who said this, that the Father has not left him, cried out on the cross and said to the same Father, my God, my God, why have you why did he now forsake him at the cross? Why? Because he is carrying the sin. Is he his own sin? He's carrying the sin of the whole world. Amen. He's carrying the sin of the whole world. My, my sin and your sin. Now look at it. God forsook his only begotten son. Not because of his own sin. But because of the sin of others. And you are not the only begotten son. Are you? Are you? Please don't claim what you are. You are not. I'm begging you. We are adopted children of God. Because Jesus, the only begotten, died. For our sake. Now, God, you are not the only begotten son. And then, you know, you are still committing sin. You see, let me say, let me say this. Come. If me and this brother, this is his room, and then he asked me to come into his room. I came into his room, and I'm staying with him. And then suddenly, I discovered that he defecated in the room as I'm with him. He defecated in the room, and the whole room is smelling. And he himself, you know, is happy with it. What do you think I will do? I will just leave. Because I cannot stay in this dirty environment. Are you getting it? Adam did not sin twice before the presence of God left him. Adam did not disobey God two times. The only first time he disobeyed God, that was how he lost the presence. Jesus was aware of that. Christians, we should be careful. If we want God... God has standard. And if you are here today, you know you have not given your life to Christ. You are not born again. You are still living in sin. You know, freely. Maybe, you know, Jesus did not condemn the woman that was caught in adultery. You remember? He said, I'm not condemning you for what the one you have done. But go and sin how many times? No more. Go and sin no more. It was sin that separated Adam from God. And sin has been separating men from God. Isaiah 59 verse 1 and 2 said, My hand, is, they are not too short to save. They are not too short to heal. They are not too short to do miracles. My ears are not deaf to hear. But your sins have separated you from me. It's not you that want to be separated from me. 
It's not me that wants me to be separated from you. But when you commit sin, when you tell that lie with your phone, I was asking a young man on your locker, the person, you know, this uh, craftsman. Why do you normally tell lies? He said, if we tell uh, people truth, they will not believe you. Okay, somebody is calling you to come to mayor. And you are still in your room, in your house, taking your bath. When the person calls you, tell the person that you are still in your house. The person will start quarreling and disturbing you. So it's better you tell the person that you are at knees. Eh? So the person will have hope. And at least stop disturbing you. And then when he call again and calculate the time from knees to mayor. You tell the person that they are sold up. The second lie to cover the first one. These are people that are speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. Yesterday, during the single brothers discipleship conference, we saw two kinds of baptism that Jesus must baptize every believer. Baptism with the Holy Ghost and baptism with fire. They are not the same. Many believers are baptized with the Holy Ghost. That's why they are speaking in tongues. But they are not baptized with fire. That's why they are still thriving in sin. That's why they cannot preach the gospel. Baptism with fire will move you to action. Fire is a burning passion that will leave you restless until you act. It was because fire rested on them on the day of Pentecost that the acts of the apostle came out. Acts. Where are your acts? Going to Obed for selling drugs. That's what the, the Bible will, 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 will write when it's writing the next acts. No! There is no record about where Jesus did carpentry work for a customer A and B and all of that. The record God is keeping about you is a kingdom advancement record. May God open our eyes. We need to be serious with God. If you're not born again, there is no time anymore. Nobody is begging you. Get born again today and run your race. Run your race before it is too late. Eternity is not a joke. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Hell. For Jesus said, dear men will weep and gnash their teeth. Not for one day. Forever and ever. Men. Men, not even women. Women, before any little thing, they are already crying and shedding tears. Men. There you will see men. There you will see people that will begin to fight and say, I would have gone to heaven but you. When I wanted to repent, you told me, I love you, I love you, and I yielded. Brothers and sisters, it's time to be serious. Those of you who are not yet ready to serve God with all your heart, with all your... This is the way we are born again, we are disciples. We have to be careful to live our life in such a way that God himself is pleased. And we say to us what he said about Jesus. This is my beloved son, in whom I am well... That's divine approval. That God will shake your life from morning till evening, from Monday to Sunday, and will bear a testimony that the way you are speaking, the way you are acting, the way you are re reacting, they are according to His will. That's what maintains the presence of God. And with that, coupled with sowing, you will see blessings. Rise on your feet. I'm satisfied. To have you as God. Hey! Take the gold, Lord, and give me yourself. I want to be, I want to be 
with you all the way. Just to worship, just to worship and all for you. I'm satisfied to have you as God. Take that gold, take that gold. Lord, and give me yourself. I want to be, I want to be with you all the way. Just to worship, just to worship.
Righteous and holy. Be you holy for I, the Lord, your God, am holy. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There are a number of things the Lord told me that you'll be doing here tonight. A number of them. First of all, there are some of us here, he showed me some of us, that are bound with dangerous sinful habits. You have tried to stop it, but the thing continued. I saw some of us into sinful habits, lesbianism, masturbation, pornography, and so on. The Lord said he's going to deliver you tonight. Any kind of, you see, you, you know that what you are doing is wrong. You have planned, wanted to stop it. But after all your decisions and prayers, you are back in it again. Some are having sex in the dream. Tonight is a night of deliverance. It's a night of sanctification. Whatever that is limiting you spiritually, that is rubbishing your efforts, by the time you try to make effort and all of that, before you know it, things will bring you down again. You see yourself as if you are now in zero level again. You build, 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 build your spiritual life, build your prayer life. Before you know it, you will have sex in the dream. And then you will return back to square one. Such, such kind of slavery is ending tonight. Amen. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, everything that is, that is limiting my life, spiritually, physically, intellectually otherwise deliver me from them now I cry out for deliverance by your mercy any kind of limitation over my spiritual life any kind of limitation over my physical life any level of manipulation deception any kind of activity of darkness over my life over my spiritual life over my physical life Lord deliver me I cry out for deliverance are you here you see yourself watching pornography, masturbation or lesbianism or any kind of immorality you are in a, a, a dating relationship with a girl or with a boy cut it off cut it off Say this cannot limit me anymore. My heart is ready to follow Jesus. I refuse to be limited. I am delivered today. He that falleth upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion there shall be deliverance. This is Mount Zion. Any limitation from your family background, any limitation from your village, any kind of covenant or causes, let there be deliverance and liberation. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. 
The Bible says that he that calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. He said, he, he that calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Now, you are going to call upon the name of Jesus by faith. And as you call that name by faith, you are going to call it once. When I count one, you just call it once. As you call it by faith, believe that according to the word of God, that he that called the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Every kind of limitation, every kind of, you are going to be free from it now. Lift up your hands. One! Jesus! Shakaka! Luma Soma Kuya Rabasanda Rabababa! Oh, thank you, Jesus. I saw ropes being broken. Oh God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There is a great deliverance here tonight. Thank you, Jesus. At the mention of the name Jesus. Every knee in your life that has risen against God, they have bowed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, you are going to see the testimony. What God has done something great now. You know, when we called that name, I saw an angel with a scissors cutting off ropes. Ropes. Ropes were being cut off. Cut off, cut off, cut off. And these ropes are the ropes that the enemy has used to tie some people down. Limited people that they cannot move forward. You are liberated. You are delivered. You are set free. Those limitations are gone. Now listen, listen. There are some of you, what the devil is using to limit you is sickness. Sickness and weakness. When you, you are to step forward with strength and serve God, you see yourself sick and weak. Yes, that limitation is gone forever. You will not see it again. In the name of Jesus. Those of you that are limited by sin, I see the blood of Jesus flowing into your life. To wash away that sin. And the power of the Holy Ghost coming into your life. To strengthen you to live above sin. Receive that power now. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands and say, Father, baptize me with fire. Baptize me with fire. The Bible said, John the Baptist said, that I only baptize with water. But he that is coming after me is mightier than I. He shall baptize you with fire and with the Holy Ghost. Can you say, Lord, I need a double baptism now. Baptism with fire. I'm baptizing with the Holy Ghost. That I will be on the run and on the move. And nothing stopping and limiting me. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Malepo Shandelepo Sandarabashanda. Malanto Kandelepo Sondolabasanda. Yandarabasandelepo Shando Kandelepo Shanda. Mayanto Kandelepo Shandarabasanda. Set my life on fire. To burn for you. And for you alone.
Thank you, Lord. Let the fire fall on me. Let anointing flow to me. Let the Holy Ghost fill me to the brim. Let the fire fall on me. Let anointing flow to me. Let the Holy Ghost today on the works of our hands. So if you you are here, you don't have what you are doing, the Lord is going to baptize you with ideas. Some of you is going to give you jobs. Miracle jobs. You know, listen, you know, I have warned us when these things are coming forth, believe. That's how we prophesied about somebody traveling abroad. Now the person is there. God is, you know, ready to do. In fact, the Bible says, He that giveth us his only begotten son, what can he not give us? What can he not give you? So, I want you to pray now for a miracle in your handwork. If you are a student, if you are a businessman, if you are a contractor, I'm about to pray for you. The Lord said I should pray for the works of their hand. That as you begin to sow, today is a day of of miracle in your businesses, in what you are doing, you are going to expect God to turn things around. You will see the hand of God manifest in an unusual way. The ideas for an expansion will come upon you. And the fire, the zeal, the power to do that will come upon you too. Malebo shandola basandelebosh Rondola basendelebosh Lendelebo sendelebosh Rando kandara basanda Landelebo sondola basanda Sendelelelelelelele Thank you Jesus In the name of Jesus now place your two hands on your head as I pray. Place it on your head. Place your two hands on your head. On your head. Place it on your head. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Father, today you have promised to, to expand the horizon of the, 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 the works of your people. The physical things that they are doing, which you have given them to do, Lord, I am in agreement, total agreement with their prayers. 
And I ask, oh God, by the reason of your word to us today, as I pray for your people, let there be expansion. Let there be expansion. Those of them in business, expand their business now. Those of them that are in civil service, expand their their ideas, expand them, promote them, cause them to rise unusually. Unusual rising. Unusual promotion. In the name of Jesus. Those of them that are students, let there be a movement upward in their GP from now. Let there be a movement upward from their their GP from now. Yes, it's happening like a miracle. And those that are in need of job, give them job. There is someone here, you are looking for a particular job, but the Lord has given you another job. There is a lady, a lady here, a sister. You are looking for a particular kind of job, but the Lord has given you another job. That job will locate you. That job is locating you. It's locating you now. In the name of Jesus! By the Spirit of the Lord, He will direct your heart to it. Thank you, Father. There are two brothers and and one sister. Two brothers and one sister. The Lord is giving you a new business idea. A new one. And that, those new business is going to catapult you from where you are financially to the greatest level. Come and take it in the name of Jesus! I am serving a living God. Amen. I am serving a living God. Are you serving a living God? I am serving a living God. 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 I am serving a living God. Serving a living God. Serving a living God. Serving a living God. Wait, 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 wait. I saw two visas, visas. Who wants to travel abroad? Are you sure? Father, I pray that you walk it out. Walk it out, walk it out. As you did it for our brother that is in UK now, so you will do it for these two persons. One of them is here. One of them is following us online. Yes, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. My Lebos, is going to work faster than you think. Oh, thank you, Father. Can you say thank you, Jesus? I'm hearing something now. I'm hearing something now. The Lord said that He has opened a wide door for you. And as He's saying it, I saw a door opening. I saw an opportunity coming. Opportunity coming. 
opportunity coming. There are five of you. Five of you. The Lord said I should tell you that you are the one holding yourself. He said you are not serious spiritually. That's why the physical blessing has not manifested. Five of you. Raise your hand and say, Lord, make me serious with you. Pray that prayer. Everybody pray that prayer. Maybe you are one of them. He said, there, is a, there are physical blessings waiting for you. But you are not serious with your spiritual life. Pray and say, God, I must be serious with you from today. With my discipleship every Sunday. With my quiet time every day. With the disciples fellowship. My Bible reading, Bible study, my prayers. Make a vow, a commitment for to be serious with God. To be serious with God. To be consistent. To be steady. Every Sunday you are where you are supposed to be in the evening. No joke. No excuse. I receive the grace for seriousness. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Malebo Shanto Kandalaba Shanda. Lendelebo Shanto Kandelebo Shandelebo Sanda. Renda Lebo Shanto Labasanda. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. As you commit yourself to become serious with God, that's the physical blessing God has meant for your life will manifest. In the next one month, you are coming here for testimony. Now, as we are praying that prayer, I heard the voice of the Lord. He said, an accident averted. There was a, a planned accident for someone. The Lord said, that plan has been canceled. You will not die by accident. You will not have accident. You will not die prematurely. The Lord will be your shield. The Lord will protect and preserve your going out and your coming in. You will travel in peace and come back in peace. The hand of the Lord is upon your life. You shall be stable with Him. Your family shall be stable with Him. Thank you, Father. If you love your family in one minute, pray for your family. If you love your family in one minute, pray for your family. Pray in tongues. The Lord is about to visit families now. In one minute, pray for your family if you love them. He's about to visit families now. Malan 
Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands for your family now. Father, I release your fire. I release your anointing to visit every family represented here. Those online, those following us from discipleship families across the nation. Come on, let the Holy Ghost visit your families. There shall be a change of story. From negative to positive. From war, quarrel to peace and unity. In every family, in the name of Jesus. I decree salvation of all, all our family members. It is going to happen by the, by this decree. Your family members, as you preach to them, they shall come to Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Untimely death will not happen in your family anymore. Untimely death is not the portion of your family anymore. I bind the spirit of untimely death. I cast it out of your families. In the name of Jesus. There is a deity, a particular deity, troubling a particular family. That deity, the Lord has judged that deity now. And the hold of that deity upon that family is broken forever. of that deity is on fire now. And it will not rise again. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be unto every family here. I decree the end of trouble in your family. Today is the end of trouble in your family. The peace of our Lord Jesus shall reign. In the name of Jesus. If you are sick, or you have a relation that is sick, and you have a passion for the person's healing, come out here quickly. Come out here. If you are in other discipleship families, please, you can come come out in the front of where you, you used to meet, those following us online. The Lord showed me an unusual healing. That he want to do today. Unusual healing. I saw it in a vision. Unusual healing. You are sick. Or you have someone that is sick. If you can connect the person on phone. You connect the person on phone right now. If you cannot connect the person on phone. Just come out on behalf of that person. If you are coming out as a sick person. Come this side. This side. Look at me. Open your eyes so that you see what I'm saying. This side. If you are coming out for somebody. Come this side. Make sure you are passionate for the person you are coming out for. Make sure you are passionate for the person. Maybe you have been praying for the person. Whether it is poison or any kind of sickness. The Lord is going to heal. The Lord is going to heal. Amen. I am serving a living God. Amen. Serving a living God. I am serving a living God. Serving a living God. Serving a living God. 
I am serving the living God. Serving the living God. I am serving the living God. Serving the living God. Our God is the living God. Serving 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 the living God. Are you serving the living God? Walking God, miracle walking God, miracle walking God, miracle walking God. Hallelujah. Now lift up your hands, Father. Oh, the yoke shall be broken because of the anointing. Rabasula, kalebo sumo, mahanda rabakunde. That cancer is removed. Is gone forever. Cancer, you are gone. Lamakulaba, Makunda, Bosika Lamasula, Makula, Bosilabakula, Basanda, Mahunda, Lebosinda. There is someone with a poison on the left leg. Almost getting crippled. That poison is gone. That poison is gone. In the name of Jesus. Every pain. Every pain. Strange pain. On anybody here or those following us, those connected to us, that pain is gone. Leg pain, neck pain, stomach pain, any heart pain, chest pain, any kind of pain, you are gone forever. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you for healing. Everyone that is sick here, come on, receive your healing now. Receive it. Receive it. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing. All over. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. By the power of the Holy Ghost, that sickness is gone out of your body now. And the spirit behind it is gone. You are healed. In the name of Jesus. It's a miracle walking God. It's a miracle walking God. Our God is a miracle walking God. It's a miracle walking God. It's a miracle walking God. It's a miracle walking God. Shake your body, shake your body now. Shake your body, shake your body, shake your body. Healing is taking place. Healing is taking place now. Shake it, shake it. Healing is taking place. The sickness is gone. The healer is here. The healer is here. Shaka. That's your relation. It's being visited. It's being visited. 
Thank you, Holy Ghost. Lift up your two hands. Father, no sickness that attended the meeting here we go. Amen. You are not going with it. You are healed. Amen. You are healed. Amen. That sickness is gone. Amen. It is gone forever. Amen. By the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There are several testimonies already. Yes. Several tes- Check your body. Check your body. If you know you are already feeling he- healed and healthy, let me see you are up. You are feeling healed. The pain is gone. The sickness is no longer there. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Hallelujah. Check your, check your body very well. Check it again. Check it again. Check it again. Hallelujah. To God be the glory, great is He. So love the world that He gave us His Son, who yielded His life. You can go back to your seat, go back. Atonement for sin. And open the life gate that all may go in. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. To the Father, to Jesus, the Son, and give Him the glory. With this, The last prayer that the Lord asked me to pray is for two sets of people. The last prayer. If you are here, and you are coming for the very first time. You are one set of people that I'm praying for now. Or you are here, you have not given your life to Christ. You are not born again. You, are, you know you are not born again. You need Jesus in your life. Or maybe you are born again before, but you have lost it due to carelessness. And you want to rededicate your life to Christ. Please, can you come forward for prayers? We are not wasting time. If you are in this set of people, you are coming for the first time today, come forward. If you have not given your life to Christ or you are rededicating your life to Christ, come forward. Be fast, please. Clap for them as they are coming. Clap for them as they are coming. Be fast, be fast, be fast. 
Be fast, be fast, be fast. Be fast, be fast, be fast. Keep clapping for them. What are you doing? Clap for them. Lepo Shandala Bastanda. You are welcome. 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 Ma Lepo Shandelepo Shandala Bastanda. Yendelepo Shandelepo Shandala. Lift up your hands. I'm praying already for you. Say after me, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence. Thank you for blessing my life today. I'm happy that I'm here today. I'm happy that you have touched my life. I surrender my life to you. I give you my all. Come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. I submit to you from today to follow you as a disciple, to walk with you all the days of my life. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. We trust you are blessed by God's word. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website www.calvaryonline.org testimonies, counseling, and prayers, you can send an email to calvaryrevivalibos at gmail.com or call 080-6560-7999. You could also follow us on all our social media platforms at Calvary Revival Labels. <laughs>